As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, babe. It's Asia. Christina. Nice to meet you. This is Quality Queen Control. What is happening? Hello, beautiful. How are you feeling today? I am back again at it with another brand new episode, guys. Today's Monday, new start, beginning of the week. I know sometimes we dread today, and Monday seems to be the typical day that everyone decides to start their new goals. Do you have any goals in mind? Do you have any aspirations, things that you want to do that you just haven't gotten around to doing yet? You know, I've really been on this kick, I should say, or this phase where I feel like I'm so drawn and I feel led to talk about these specific topics because I really just want to urge you guys to take this time so serious. And even the things that I discuss too, I make these things, these I talk about these topics, I should say, because they're for me too, you know? Like, I'm not exempt from the things or the content that I put out just because I'm producing it. I can honestly say that I have watched my own videos. I, shameless self-promotion, I have listened to my own podcast before. Like, these things genuinely help me too. And so... To talk about what we are here to talk about today, we are gonna talk about visualizing ourselves as the person that we wanna be and start showing up as her. Really start doing it. I've, you know, stumbled across Louise Hay, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Louise Hay, but she basically is an author of so many amazing books. I'm currently reading one of her books called Mirror Work, and This is something that I started to do on my own where I would write down something, a saying, a quote, or an affirmation, if you will, on my mirror, and I would keep that there until I just don't need it anymore or I feel led to write something else. So 
for instance, right before all of this, you know, quarantining and pandemic sort of happened, I felt led to write, it'll all make sense and everything is going to be okay. And sometimes I don't even know why I write these things. I'm, I just, you know, chalk it up to God just kind of speaking through me for me, kind of like (laughs) in a way, I guess like, I don't know if the correct term is ministering to myself, but just speaking life into myself is something that I realized that I do. And in doing this, I had no idea that I was going to experience all of the turmoil and loss that I had experienced. For those of you that don't know, I lost my grandmother, my aunt, and one of my uh, family friends three weeks in a row, um, a week apart from each other. And I had no idea that that was going to happen, of course. I've never even lost anyone close to me really like that. So for it to happen three times a week apart is just unfathomable. And I say all that to say in general, life is so unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. But me just writing that message down to myself was really comforting because right around the time where I decided to you know, come back to YouTube. And I really made that decision. Like, I really want to commit to this in a better and grander way. And I really just want to make an impact in people's lives. I have such a heart for people. Um, I don't know if you guys are into Myers-Briggs. My Myers-Briggs is ENFJ. And I actually believe that's the same Myers-Briggs as, I don't know, Oprah and Barack Obama. So that's what mine mainly is. And I just have such a heart for people. I care about people so much. I do feel like I definitely have qualities that an empath embodies. I do consider myself to be an empath to a certain degree. And that's why I really just want to urge you guys to start practicing these techniques. How can you visualize yourself as your higher self and start showing up as that person? Let me tell you something. If you don't believe in you, why should anybody else? If you don't think you can do it, then why should other people believe you can do it? And I don't think that we place enough emphasis on this because there are so many different distractions in life that we allow to distract us. Things that we are unaware of that are distracting us and because of that it leads us off course we no longer are focused on showing up as who we want to be we're focused on people showing up to be who we want them to be and listen if you want to change someone else or anytime you want to change someone else consider how hard it is to change yourself I mean seriously we get so wrapped up in who's not doing what for us but I realize that there is so much freedom in just releasing that blame. Yes, we all have certain circumstances. Yes, we may not have liked our upbringing. There were things, unforeseen circumstances that we could not have predicted. Things that have left us jaded, things that have left us broken, things that made us feel like we just can't trust again, we don't know how to trust again, we don't know what to do. But I always say this, and I've been stressing this, that it is our job to heal us. And when you take that accountability, even if it is not your fault, I get it. It's not your fault. A lot of things that happen to you, a lot of us are not our fault, but we have to fix them. 
it's our job. And as I was thinking of even, you know, coming up with this topic to talk about, I started thinking about this myself because I have visions for myself. I feel like I'm in such a transitional phase in my life. It's so exciting. I'm finding that I'm taking this time out to really start to visualize a lot of different things that I want to manifest in my life. And also, for those of you that don't know, I am huge on the law of attraction and positive affirmations and things like that. And the one thing that I want to note that is so important when it comes to affirmations is you don't say things like, I am going to or I will. You're going to speak in the present tense. I am healthy and fit. I have the dream body that I desire. I have my dream car. I have my dream apartment. I am confident. That's going to help you cultivate those things around you. That's going to help you cultivate those happy thoughts. When you become aware of how negative our minds naturally are, it's quite scary. Oh yeah, it's really, really scary. When you have this realization, it can be discouraging because you realize how easy it is to think of something negative more than it is to think something positive. I think that is just so, you know, fascinating. How is it that as the, you know, being a human being, we are so conditioned to always think of what's the next worst thing sometimes? I don't know if it's a survival mechanism to shield and protect ourselves from hurt, right? It's precautionary. But I really want to start to dig deeper into how you can start showing up as your higher self. To begin with, in general, visualization is a mental practice. And a lot of us actually use it subconsciously, but few of us use it positively. We can predict when everything bad is going to happen. We can brace ourselves for that, but we don't brace ourselves for the impact of expecting to expect something good. Why? What is wrong with expecting a good outcome? I consider myself to be a stubborn optimist, right? And you know what? Do things happen and pan out the way that I want to every single time? No. I'm not going to sit here and lie about that. I'm not going to sit here and say at the same time that thinking negatively has made, you know, anything better. Yeah, things may not have worked out in my favor every single time that I've planned for something to go a certain way, but I got over it. Because guess what? Whether the outcome was desired or not, you have to get over it. So I'm not going to go into this thinking negatively about anything. So when we are visualizing, we open our hearts and our minds without censoring or judging ourselves, which really allows us to manifest these things into our lives. And the more that you guys practice this, the clearer the details of your vision will become. And to some of you that may be skeptical or don't believe like, oh, that stuff doesn't work. Okay, then it's not going to work, sweetie. It's not going to work, babe. You ever see skeptical people that are just, they want to chalk it up to realism sometimes. There's nothing wrong with being a realist. But some people are just so skeptical to the point where they have no sort of dream or visualization for anything. It comes across as very negative. Now, I'm someone that is very much a dreamer, but I also feel like nothing about my life is normal. Like, I don't know. I've always felt like I was different than everyone else and not in a 
you know, conceited way that I think I'm better than everyone else. I'm just saying I always knew I was different. I knew there was a certain light I felt like I carried that some people were just not able or never able to understand. It confused them. You know, it's just, it's it's one of those things where if you know, you know. Me just knowing that alone. I'm a dreamer. I like to visualize things. I like to talk about things that to maybe the skeptic or the average person, I should say, comes across as unrealistic. But for me, nothing about my life has been realistic per se, if you think about it from the outside looking in. Me creating my channel and it, you know, growing as fast as it did was just so amazing and humbling. And I just feel like if you were to tell someone that or you were to tell me that before, it may sound like it was completely unbelievable. How many times have you really felt led to do something and you really wanted to do something and people around you are making you feel like that is not attainable? Why do you need to be around that energy? You can't visualize when you don't have people around you that don't understand the vision, that don't understand your vision. They wanna project their own failures, their insecurities onto you. How can you elevate if you can't even visualize yourself at a higher place because the people that are around you are bringing you down? They make you feel silly for thinking the things that you think. You have to understand that the things that we affirm to ourselves will make or break us. Yes, uh-huh, I am instead of it's going to happen in the future. No, 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 I'm speaking it into existence right now. I am, I am. There is so much power in I am. There's so much power in mirror work. I don't know what magic <laughs> is in doing this, but it is so powerful. I'm telling you, I even incorporate this in my phone backgrounds. And I hope you guys are staying with me here and picking up what I'm laying down. But for my phone background, when I first came back to YouTube, I had on there, keep going, keep going. And I had the word grateful as well. Then I felt led to change it. So now my lock screen says good things are going to happen. And my screensaver on my phone says it's on. Time to make the magic happen. I felt led to just change it because I'm transitioning now. This is the headspace that I'm in now. Something good is going to happen. Let's make the magic happen, baby. Let's get this ball rolling. Encourage yourself. You have to be your own cheerleader. You're always going to be discouraged if you're going to look to people for compliments, admiration, and being praised. That is the first way to be disappointed. And I don't say that in a negative way. It's just that if you live by people's praises, you will die when you don't have them. Think about that. When you are really believing something, and I also gave this reference on a YouTube video of mine, when you believe something is going to happen, you're not going to obsess over whether or not it's gonna happen. If you're at a restaurant and you're ordering a meal, you're not going to obsess over, oh my God, I hope this cheeseburger comes, because you ordered it, you set it, you let it go. You started talking about something else. You believe that you are going to get it. Same rules apply when it comes to our affirmations. Okay, let's say you don't want to do the mirror work. You don't. I strongly encourage you guys to, especially that Lisa Nichols exercise where you write down three things that you commit to yourself, that you forgive about yourself, and you also write down 
what you are proud of yourself for doing. When you really look at your reflection in the mirror, do you understand the power in that? It is such a intimate thing. It is such a real moment. There have been so many different times where I've visualized something or I've done a mirror exercise and I have cried. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable, babe. Why are you running from you? Who are you afraid to open up to? It's yourself. Look within, look deep within yourself. Write down your vision. I always say things like this. Sometimes people don't want to make the, you know, the law of attraction, you know, vision board, whatever the case is. Do what works for you. This is not some sort of rigid program here. We are all on our own journeys in our own respective paths. So do what works for you. Just because I say, well, <laughs> write on the mirror and start talking to yourself. Okay, that may not work for you. There's levels to this, right? You may not ever even want to reach that level. Like, do what works for you, babe. I like to just do it all because that's me. I'm just very open in that sense. But write it down. And, and this is the one thing I will be rigid about. I'm going to say, instead of just putting it in your phone notes, write it down pen to paper. Pen to paper, yes. There is magic in actually putting that pen to paper and writing down what it is that you want. I did this the other day. I wrote on an index card some affirmations and I put it under my pillow. Oh yeah, deep manifesting. It's important that you write your vision with passion. No limitations. Be positive and be present when you write it. This is a breeding ground for intention. What is your intention? Because you have to use visualization to achieve your goals. Why is it so easy for us to visualize ourselves with that guy? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. You can relate to that, huh? Why do we visualize planning our lives around people that probably, that we're not even with, okay? Let, let's call it like it is. We're not even with them. It's so easy for us to visualize ourselves fitting into someone else's life. It's easy for us to visualize someone else fitting into our life. But why are we not visualizing ourselves doing what we need to do? This is not an easy pursuit for a reason. This is not the time to skip the self-work. Because baby, it will chase you. Over and over and over again, you will circle the drain with the same lessons over and over again until you learn. And when you are visualizing to achieve your goals, you have to look at yourself and ask if you match with currently what you want. So obviously, if the answer is going to be no, you have to start to change something, even small, to be capable of living the life that you want. In order to achieve something that you've never achieved before, you have to do something that you've never done. You have to do it. There are no shortcuts. I think that why I appreciate Mel Robbins so much. I love how real she is. Everything seems so tangible to me, what she says. I love how she says things like, listen, you're not going to just have the motivation all the time. I found so much freedom in realizing that because I think a lot of us just wait around for the day where I'm finally gonna just wanna do it one day. And then it's gonna be this linear, you know, journey uphill to, I finally got motivated, oh, yes, I'm doing it when that's not what it's gonna be. Even if, guys, listen to me, even in the things that you genuinely love to do, you're still not always gonna wanna do them because to make it a job, to make it a career, I should say, it's gonna take work. 
And even if you love it, of course, it's better if you love it because you're going to be more likely to want to continue it. It doesn't mean you're going to be motivated every day. You may have stayed up late the night before, so you procrastinate to start your passion project. doesn't mean that it's not your passion just because you procrastinated to do it. I think that's a misconception that people have when they assume that, well, if you're passionate about it, then you're going to want to wake up every day and do it. Yeah, I do, but I'm a little sleepy. Can I sleep in for a couple more hours? It doesn't mean that I no longer want to do this or that this isn't my passion because I'm procrastinating to do it. There are multiple factors that play into it. I really want you guys to know and find comfort in understanding that you are not always going to feel like doing it, and that's okay. But guess what? You're tired, do it tired. Keep going. We have to learn to train the quit out of ourselves, okay? And understand that we are under no obligation to be the same person today as we were yesterday. Get away from those people that always wanna hold you to who you were the day before and what you said yesterday. These people are not gonna be conducive to your growth. And, and really, there's also freedom in understanding that you really are your own hero. Yeah, we want people to save us because um, life. <laughs> but that's not how it works because you place too much emphasis on other people and it's not fair to them. It's not fair. We are human beings. We make mistakes. We can't place our happiness all on one individual. Motivation is not just going to come out of nowhere. The easiest thing you could do is at least visualize yourself. There are so many free options, even on YouTube, that you can listen to. So many different motivational speakers, so many self-affirmative things. Aisha, I don't know how to meditate. Aisha, I don't know how to visualize. What does that even look like? Go on YouTube, type in positive affirmation, visualization, meditation, whatever. Type in Louise Hay if you can. Visualizing yourself in a better place. Because listen to me, you're going to have to do what you have to do in order to do what you want to do. Oprah Winfrey is the first person that I've ever heard say this saying. Do what you have to do so that you can do what you want to do. Definitely one of my life mantras. And in order to do all these things too, you have to understand you have to invest time in yourself because the more time you invest in yourself, the more committed you will be, the more drive you will have to commit to your goal. Have an accountability partner. Yes, someone that can hold you accountable. And guess what? We don't all have this. If you don't, again, be your own cheerleader, okay? You have to choose the right people because people will get you away from your dreams sometimes people that are not motivated, people with limited thinking, people that are always discussing others instead of ideas and committing to them. If you can't even commit to just dreaming about what you want, oh God, we have a problem and it's not in Houston. Even guys, control your social media. This is a part of what will cultivate how healthy you are mentally and your visualizations. Asia, that doesn't make sense. What's the correlation? Mm-hmm-hmm. Listen, a lot of the times we are minimizing our success and maximizing our failures. And we are comparing ourselves, whether it's conscious or not, to people on Instagram, people that we follow. We don't know what people's lives are like. You don't know what that girl did to take that picture. You don't know her relationship. You don't know. We are showing our best lives. Stop comparing yourself to people's best lives, their best angle, their Photoshop angle. 
And listen, there's nothing wrong with a little, you know, Photoshop, you know, your best angle, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. The principle of it is you can't compare yourself to someone's best self. It's not fair, okay? Because at the end of the day, you have to understand that it is in our failures a lot of the times that lead us to success because if you first you don't succeed, you dust yourself off and you try again. Failure will be your strength to commit to yourself to do better next time. Not give up. Uh-uh. Not give up. Do better next time. Failure is the opportunity that teaches you to fire up and help you to succeed. It's gonna give you that confidence not to give up and make you strong. So back to the social media stuff. Follow people that motivate you to do what you want. Not people that you think are doing well, that you feel like you have this competitive unction to wanna keep up with them. That's not what I'm saying. But people that genuinely motivate you to be the best version of you. Even guys, let's talk about this. People that are always constantly hanging out and clubbing all the time. There's actually a study or statistics show that when your main social network are people who are clubbing and hanging out all the time, you are 70% more susceptible to doing the same unconsciously. Yeah, you are. Because who doesn't want to have a good time? Who doesn't want to go out partying all the time? Oh, life's a party, all this stuff. Next thing you know, you're 32. You're still trying to get tables. Um, you're still wondering why you have dead-end relationships, meeting all these guys who literally are buying tables at the bar, rotating girls on a weekly basis. Help yourself. Help me understand what is going on here. Help. You know, I'm not saying don't have a good time, but this is a real chat, angels. This is real. Life is going to catch up to you. It is all fun and games until you turn around and all you've done was drink 1942 every weekend because it's fun. You're blurring your way, drinking your way through life. You turn around and you don't know what you're doing. You're still trying to hustle to find the next best thing. You haven't found yourself. You're numbing yourself in all of these temporary satiating activities. That's what they are. When the party's over, you're going home, the makeup's coming off, the club clothes are off. You don't feel like working out because you're hung over. What is going on? Is this the vision that you have for yourself? Is this genuinely what you want? No, and I'm not trying to reprimand you because we are all different ages. Once you hit over 25, it starts to dial it back a little bit. That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying never go out again. And even if you are in your 30s, I'm not saying don't go out again. What I'm saying is balance, Angel. Balance, okay? We're going out every weekend celebrating. Celebrating what? Celebrating what? Please explain to me what we are celebrating. There's a time and a place for everything. What you should commit to is celebrating who you are and loving yourself. That's, that's what needs to be celebrated. Celebrate each of your goals. Look at your daily accomplishments. Be grateful. Everything in your life. I used to just hear this because it sounds so cliche. Be grateful, be grateful. But it's like, wow, when you actually are grateful for every little thing around you, the energy that this cultivates is astounding. You know, one of my favorite pastors, Pastor Joel Olstein, he says, when nobody else celebrates you, learn to celebrate yourself. When no one else compliments you, then compliment yourself. It's not up to other people to keep you encouraged. It is up to you. Encouragement 
should come from the inside. How are you gonna reward yourself? How are you gonna pat yourself on the back? When that guy walks away from you, does all your self-worth go you know, right to the next girl with him? Mm -mm. If you failed you know, that day on your diet, are you gonna throw in the towel and just, you know, whatever, mess up everything? It's all done for me, it's over. I can't, you know, start again. It's not linear, guys. This journey isn't linear. This is for you, this is for me, this is for all of us. It is not linear. So you have to understand, whenever you hit an important task or achieve a specific goal, celebrate yourself. Because then you start to formulate those habits of, wow, it's not that I'm trying to treat myself like a dog that I need to treat every single time, but you will reward these small moments and appreciate yourself like, wow, I'm happy. I feel like I am deserving of this little accomplishment that I have. I'm going to take myself out to lunch. I'm going to take myself to the movies. Whatever it is, I'm going to buy myself, you know, that nice dress that I really wanted. Because we are looking at the, uh, the journey from a bird's eye perspective of, oh my gosh, how far do I have to go? How far am I from where it is that I wanna be? You will never be satisfied having that mindset because when you get there, I can promise you, you're gonna find something else that you wanna achieve once you get there that's going to take you out of that zone of celebrating yourself and back on that fast track to looking at the big picture again and thinking of how far you have to go. Next thing you know, you're burning out and you feel unworthy of celebrating yourself at all because you didn't enjoy the journey. Think about it. If you're even on a weight loss journey and you know, I'm already doing better than I did, you know, last month, yesterday. If I am constantly telling myself, oh, I have, you know, 50 pounds to lose. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. This is so irritating. Then you're never really gonna wanna get there. Everything you do to cultivate that happiness of having your dream body is gonna feel like a punishment. That's not gonna motivate you. People are temporarily motivated. So it's easy to allow life to knock you off course. Listen, Angel. You owe it to yourself to become everything that you have ever dreamed of being. I used to look at people on YouTube and just cry and watch their journey about how life has changed for them and all these things. And I feel like, wow, I am becoming that person. I want to be that for people. I want to be that for you. I want you to be that for someone else. You don't have to be known. We all have the ability to inspire someone. Why not you? What can you visualize today? And start treating yourself like you're already there. Start visualizing yourself as that fit princess, that fit queen, that quality queen. Visualize your higher self and start showing up as that person. You owe it to you. Angels, I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this chit chat. Let me know what other topics you guys would like me to discuss. You can DM me, you can email me, you can write it as a comment on my channel. I'm open to anything. I'm all ears. And with that being said, angels, do not forget that I love you so much and I will see you guys in my next one. Mwah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.